Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast, where I try to bring to you some educational and inspirational speakers, whether they're authors, you know, singers, dancers, entertainers, community activists, whatever it may be. We are really trying, really, like, really, like, really, 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 really trying to get the message out. I know, really? Yeah, yeah, really, we're really trying to get this message out. So join me on the Really Charlie Podcast once, twice, three times, four times a week, it all depends. If you want your story out there, just reach out to me. And I'll put you on the Really Charlie podcast. God bless. And stay blessed. Take care. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. My name is Charlie Perry. And today, I just have to, uh, just want to kind of go over an incident, a crime, uh, that happened on Nantucket Island. Now, first and foremost, I really want to kind of talk to you about Nantucket and how it is very dear to me. Um, the island is where a lot of my family is. The island is the home of my late grandfather, Joe Correa. So the island means quite a bit to me. Um, and over the several decades, probably 60, 70 years plus or more, my family's been on the island. And um, so it's dear to me. It means a lot to me. The soil there is soil that my family has touched for a long, long time. And uh, it's so dear to me. When I read it in books, in history books, um, over the years, it meant so much to me. It touched my heart every time I just seen the word. So you can imagine. That's just a small amount, but you can imagine how it feels to me just by being there. Seeing things that my grandfather touched, my cousins touched, um, aunts and uncles touched, you know all parts of that island and um, so it means a lot to me over the past week or so I've been uh, looking at a particular case you know in regards to the Museum of African American um, History um, which is on York Street on the island that happens to be the same street my grandfather lived in. You can probably throw a rock from his house to the museum. So, 
at a young, young age, I walked to and from, up and down that block, from the windmill down to the bottom. And this museum, I've seen. I um, still haven't been in there, but it, there's a lot of history that's gathered there. So much history. It needs to be more. It's a small building. And, uh, but uh, we're going to get into that. Uh, hello, Joey Gonzalez. How you doing, my friend? Thank you all for tuning in on this, uh, this podcast. And um, we're going to get into the story real quick. Um, and um, if anyone knows Nantucket, it's, it's, it's a great island. It's a great time. You go there, you enjoy yourself, you respect everything that's there because it's been there for, for a long time. I mean, there's new buildings there, new houses, you know. A lot of money on the island, and there's a lot of poor people on the island. So, you know, people live there, and, and they, they really are very, very proud of Nantucket. That's from the top shelf to the bottom shelf. Everyone feels the same way about the island. They gotta protect it. They gotta restore it. So, this story is going to talk about a few people on the island that show no regard to the history of the island. And the history of the island is the museum. The museum that was vandalized, terrorized, with some hate speech. And I'm only going to say this word once in this podcast because it pisses me off and I don't tolerate it whatsoever but on the face of that building it said niggers leave that word is, is, is definitely something that hits me hits me hard makes me want to fight that word will it's fighting words as we say and the uh, commonwealth fighting words so in some cases you have to maintain your character maintain your everything that you have within you to just kind of you know take a deep breath and assess what's going on and who's actually using that word the word drives me crazy no matter where it comes from black, brown, white people, Asian people, no matter where it comes from. It upsets me. Got zero tolerance for it. So when you hear it in the music and you're talking amongst your friends, you're talking at your enemy to, to kind of piss them off and you use the word, I got zero tolerance for it. I wear this jacket, Tuskegee Airmen, the Red Tails, and they fought during the war trying to save 
and fight for this country. And they have to deal with the word, the N-word. They have to deal with it constantly. And then they were praised. But in this museum, there's a lot of history about African Americans. And it was defaced. And I say long ago because it's been two years. March 11, 2018, I believe it was. And the case is still stalled. The case is kind of on the back burner. Last year there was a hearing in town center, selectman's meeting, where two citizens, two residents of Nantucket, have been there for a number of years, wanted to voice their opinion about town officials not doing the right thing. Police not looking into the matter, or looking into the matter but half-stepping. And it was another instance where they were doing pretty much the same thing. This particular incident, I'm going to share something on the screen here. Let's get this on the screen here so we can see it. One second here. So 2018, March 2018, excuse me for the delay, there was graffiti written on the building. And um, definitely disgraceful. Now on this particular screen, it doesn't show the words. I like to, you know, there's pictures on the internet I have other pictures that I posted on my Facebook screen, um, profile rather. But right across the middle of that door, it said Niggers Lee. And then off to the left, there was a very uh, sexist, uh, sexual um, illustration of a, of a man's private part, you know. And um, so it's a small building very small but there's some history in there that kids and students people residents all over the place could go in and just basically take up some time listen and learn some history of African Americans in the country and on the island so Now, I, I have some uh, knowledge that uh, one of the residents filed a civil suit, and that was James Barrows. Filed a civil suit where they were trying to stop him from speaking about this incident in the selection's meeting. And uh, chief of police, before Mr. Barrows spoke, pointed out Mr. Barrows' 
in the selectmen's meeting. Had a nice, had strong conviction to point him out. Definitely point him out to everybody. That he's the one that's spreading rumors, gossip. Saying there's suspects in the case. So on. Well, people are listening. And people do know the type of person that Mr. Barrows is. And he hasn't been proven wrong. However, what's been proven wrong is that the chief of police really doesn't care about this incident. Um, video surveillance of the incident. Apparently the video wasn't working. Other videos throughout the town, throughout the area, haven't been looked at. Residents haven't been talked to. And um, it's, it's unbelievable. This particular case could be solved, or at least... A lot of it could have been solved or uh, investigated rather let me change that word investigated at least 80% of it up until they had a suspect now they spoke to some people and they also had spoke to someone that was uh, misleading and got charged with a crime and actually is going to be indicted so but there's this actual suspects that did the writing, did the graffiti on the building. And apparently there's no no video. The video's blacked out. Blacked out for black reasons maybe. I don't know. Who knows? You wanna you know sometimes uh these things are crazy but when you know, there could be surveillance coming from different parts of the town that could help out in this investigation. And if you know about it, then you go get it. As a police officer, you go get it. And say, hey, I understand you have video surveillance on this date, March 11, 2018. We would like, it's right around this time. And uh, we like to have custody of it, if you don't mind. Now, if they didn't get that video surveillance now, wow, two years, guess what? It's a lost cause, probably. It's a lost cause unless someone who is smart enough, diligent enough, to get that video footage when the police and town officials wasn't, Maybe that evidence is saved. Apparently some adults in that town are not doing their job. And apparently there's some adults in that town that are doing their job. And paying attention. But they don't have the authority to push. They don't have the authority to get things done a little bit faster. Two years is a long time for anybody to be waiting. Waiting for anything. Now there's a town meeting that happened. I'm going to give you the date right now. But it was like the two year. Imagine that two year anniversary of this crime. 
they had a town meeting where the selectmen started hearing some things or hearing the outcry about this incident. And that date was 3-11-2020. And there's, there's a, it's a nice YouTube video. And I'm going to give you a time. 27 minutes and 28 seconds into the video. A black woman goes on. And she wants the address to select me. And they get her, give her an opportunity to talk. And uh, she's been waiting on another incident. She's been waiting for an investigation to happen. And, uh, and still, with her, it's been two years where her 12-year-old child was struck by a car. And she only wanted the town police to do an accident report and to investigate it, which we all would want. And she got notified of that incident where her son was hit through a Facebook post. And um, so she started looking into it. And as she looked into it, uh, there was no report. No one documented it. She wanted it documented because her child was injured. And uh, it took two years since she still hasn't has, still doesn't have a report. So what that shows you is there's a history of people not wanting to document things. Um, description of a car, description of a suspect, everything. Now, if it's on the island, and if you do your work right, chances are that car is going to stay on the island, or that car is going to go towards the ferry during every departure, or trying to get on every departure. So you just got to pay attention. Do your due diligence. Well, they didn't. So she's still fighting that fight. In that same meeting, Mr. Barrows tries to speak his piece and talk about the incident at the museum. It was racist. That racist word was on the doorway. And in my head, I forgot to say that the town officials, the town residents, they cleaned that up. They got it off there immediately. You know, they wasn't playing any games. Zero tolerance. They didn't want that to be on the museum and they got rid of it that's being proactive so if the residents are being proactive and trying to get rid of those things why isn't the chief of police now the chief of police had said that he took the investigation based on information that he knows and he forwarded it to the district attorney's office which the investigation would be conducted by Massachusetts State Police. So someone's investigating it, but it's two years. I've been on, I, I myself, retired police officer. Doesn't take that long for this particular case. Not at all. You can work on it, 
And if I was a supervisor and I knew that one of my subordinates were working on that case, I would say, hey, officer, per order of me, you work on this case. Check out the areas, the neighborhoods, you talk to everybody. You go to every single house around that museum and you talk to absolutely everybody. And do your investigation. So, and per out of me, that's what you're going to do. Unless we, die, and unless we really need you for other things. But right now, you're going to take care of that. Because... It's an incident that we don't want on the island. It's not something we want on our island or tolerate. And if they did it that way, now I'm not always right, but if they did it that way, we wouldn't talk about two years of something not being done. Now this, the, the museum is run on the island got a board it's got a board it's got a director you know and they run things but it's also affiliated with the Boston Museum you know the um, the Museum of African African American history in Boston also so these two museums are, are affiliated associated with each other I got an article in front of me dated April 2021 leaders of the of the Museum of African American Studies in Boston traveled to Nantucket and held an open forum on Friday at the African American Meeting House discussing how they can shine and renew a spotlight on the racist graffiti criminal case that has remained unsolved for more than three years so now I've been saying two years but corrector it is been three years for whatever reason the story has gotten cold president and ceo leon wilson said but but it is still a major still a major matter it was a racist act basically against a national monument i want the investigation to proceed as aggressively as it should have three years ago three years For a crime. Now these facts are coming from. Uh, can't be plagiarizing anything, but the Enquirer and the Mirror. To Nantucket paper. So people on Nantucket are looking, are wanting this stuff to be finished, to be completed. Want this investigation to be looked at. They are asking for help. Now, I'm going to assume that the chief of police is getting six figures. So, and, now we could talk about rumors on the Really Charlie podcast, because they are rumors, and we're really going to talk about it. We're really going to talk about it that, you know, I spoke to a resident. And he said that everyone in Nantucket High knows who the suspect is. Suspects are. 
So if everyone in the high school knows it, why don't you just go down there and try to talk to someone? Be proactive. But the chief of police in that selectman's hearing said, he asked, he's asking, Mr. Barrows, where are they? We need a statement. Where are they? Well, some people are right around the museum that know. Police officers have made some quotes about they have somebody. And guess what? You knew something was going on. So you gave it to the district attorney's office to investigate. I have no word of what the status is on that case, but I know that a civil suit is being filed against the selectmen for not allowing a town resident to speak on this issue during a public hearing. First Amendment right violation. Now this civil case is going to be heard and it's going to be decided on. But this civil case never had to come forward if people had did their job and talked to residents, look for video surveillance. It would have never came to this three-year period if you did it right. Town officials are ready to blow up the balloons and have a hoopla and, and have a big celebration and do all in all or things like that. And when you're doing those little fest festivities, you know, you're, you're asking the police to do so many things at short notice. And so they do it. Spending many, many hours for happy-go-lucky things. But when it came to this particular case, everyone wants to point the finger in the other direction. It's this one's fault, that one's fault. If you were given a title, earn it. Title given is title earned. In this particular case, it's title given and some things ain't earned because not doing their job. Maybe it's just, you know, you think I'm uh, on this podcast trying to say something be motivated that this is uh, I'm playing a race card or anything like that. No, I'm not playing a race card. I'm playing an American card. The American card based on the U.S. Constitution. And it says that I won't be discriminated. Guys like Mr. Barrows won't get his First Amendment muffled because you are the person in charge of the microphone trying to silence his microphone he's trying to tell his story tell his story for what for a, 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 a venue a venue that's on Nantucket Island that's maintained maintained by the Boston Museum of African American History and and uh, the Nantucket Board too. 
He's just trying to speak his peace. And you don't want to hear him. But I guarantee you, when this particular civil suit goes in front of a judge, some people are going to have to do some things very quickly. So, alright everyone, so I'm going to keep updating you on this issue. Um, it's very, very um, upsetting that it's taken this long. And even back to the lady um, that was in the hearing and she was voicing her opinion about not getting an accident report. And it's taken two years. Something's totally wrong that you can't get an accident within, you can't get an accident report when a 12 year old boy was sick. Something totally wrong there. Who creeped in the night and wrote on that museum? saying police wanted some people to leave huh no video got blacked out for black reasons I guess and I'm gonna say that that's my quote no video surveillance But on a daily basis, that video is popping up. Whether it's an irate parent at the school, whether it's a, a drunk, drunken disorderly, whether it's a break into the house, across the street, there's video surveillance. But for this particular incident, there's none. A lot of, a lot of expensive houses and real estate on Nantucket. It's very hard to believe that um, there's no video surveillance, whether it's on that property or whether it's a house away, whether it's two houses away, whether it's a block away. Something has to show something. Jane Holman, while this hate has to stop already, it's sickening. Yeah, we, I feel you, I feel you, girlfriend, I feel you. It's all gotta stop. Deborah Lee, thank you. Good job on bringing this to the forefront. I'm just doing what I can, you know, for guys like Jimmy Barrows on the island that are fighting. There's many people on the island that different organizations they're trying to find out what's going on and they're going to continue they're not going to go away Jimmy's an old man with a young spirit spirit of light like the fire of uh, he's just he's ready he's ready to fight the fight and he's been doing it so people, if you have any power or just a simple inquiry about what's going on with this investigation, ask. Put a, put a little 
you know, maybe an email or something to the chief of police in Nantucket Police Department and ask him. Well, actually, we can't even ask him. I'm sorry, that's a mistake. It is now being handled by the district attorney's office. So, if you want to cry out, please cry out to the district attorney. And maybe we can get something done. Someone's already been indicted related to this. Wasn't actually the culprit, but he probably knew something and lied about it. So something happened, and they know what happened. So, all right. David Lamis never ends. Get that right. Just no matter how much they put things in in in, in place to stop all this foolishness, to warn people from not doing it doesn't matter it's not in their blood it's in the skin it's in their mind that to think that they can continue to do things like this and I'm not going to be derogatory about the town of Nantucket because like I told you I love it I love that town it's never a bad visit when I go to Nantucket never whatsoever the residents are unbelievable. The police are courteous. This is just me walking around. Mention my family's name, they, they're known. They're known on the island. So. But I'm just trying to bring this out here. Like I always do on some real stuff on the Really Charlie podcast. And this is getting sickening. Three years. If you can't handle a gra graffiti case, whether you're in the police department or the district attorney's office, guess what? Time to change careers. Time to change your career if this case is too hard for you. Maybe, maybe the suspects are known and it's just a little bit too close to home. Well, guess what? Even though the person might be a little close to home, you may know them. And guess what? Him or her needs a whooping. And that's what happens. Sometimes tough love is the best way. Give this young man or young woman or young men or young women a whooping. Tough love. Give them some tough love. Show them that this is stuff that they just can't be doing. Especially, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I can't even assume that they're young. But if people in the high school know about it, I'm assuming that the person is young. Alright everyone, this is my podcast today, Nantucket, Boston Museum of African American History on Nantucket. That museum was 
disgraced in 2018, three years ago. Pay attention to it. Google it. Research it. Go back and look at the uh, town meeting of... Uh, in fact, I'm going to look that up for you. And I'm going to copy it, put in a section in the comment section for you. The YouTube video. Um, so just bear with me while I look for it. Um, and I'm going to try to get that on the screen for you. But just check out that video. How can you have a town meeting? And you, you ask the people, there's a, there's a time slot where the public can speak. And someone starts speaking, and you're asking them to be quiet. Uh, yeah, when you go to a town meeting, you should try to be respectful. You should try to follow the rules of Robert. You know, there has to be some order, you know. But I don't want anybody to silence you. That's kind of the... There's no purpose in that. If they're going to silence you, what's the sense of going to the town meeting where someone's telling you to be quiet? Or they don't want to hear the taboo stuff. But guess what? You took the title, you're going to have to listen to it. Everything that comes in within the town, you got to listen to it. And, um... Gotta listen, listen and learn what's going on. Three years. Wow. If I didn't do a report for three years, I, I'd definitely get suspended. Why is it that um, they, they haven't done anything? There's no recorded history of the accident. Um, that this woman was requesting things, and in the case of this hate crime, this uh, you know this this hate crime, you know the investigation shouldn't take that long. So feel free to leave a comment down below. You know, want to talk about something? We can, whatever issue you want to talk about. Just um, you know, raise some. Just put it in the comment section. I'll put it up front, and we can talk about it. You know. All right. Let's see here. So I was trying to get some history on the civil suit in the town. I haven't received it yet in the mail. Um, I was going to try to bring that forward during this podcast so you all can know some facts and why the, the civil suit was was, uh, was brought forward. Um, and uh, just kind of give some facts. But I'm going to wait on that and then when I kind of do part two of this, which uh, I'm going to try to do every week, try to get an update on it. Um, and just broadcast, in this case, podcast, the information so y'all will have, have it in front of you.
this this meeting, the town meeting was was, was tremendous. It's very clear. Very, you can definitely hear a lot of of the, the speech. You know, the, the speaking is very very well done by the town of Nantucket. Very clear audio. So I'm gonna try to send this to you right now. gonna have to forget that I'll uh, put that in the comment section after this podcast so you guys can listen to it to Mr. Barrows fight your fight my man fight your fight whether you have a group with you or you're standing by yourself stay strong and fight against this nasty, racist incident that seems to be ignored by some people on the island. Just keep fighting. And if you need me, I'm here. Mr. Barrow, you want to speak just you want to speak about your story, you can. You can come on this podcast and talk to me. Talk to talk to the listening viewers and tell tell us your story. Make sure you speak to your attorney first. But if you want to tell your story, you just let me know. And we'll get it on you. Alright, y'all. Thank you for joining me on the Really Charlie Podcast. Tomorrow we have a guest, 7 p.m. Brandon Young is going to talk about some issues that he's been dealing with. In his lifetime, it's not a sad story, it's a good story. He's just trying to enlighten everyone with a few things that he's gone through. And um, so he'll be on tomorrow at 7 p.m. And we're going to listen to his story. It's very, very nice when I have a lot of viewers on there, when someone's telling their story. That's educational, inspirational. That's all we're trying to get on here. And eventually we come up with some stories like we talked about today. And we got to talk about That's what it's about. Got to talk about some of the things that are going on in society. And uh, this particular incident, the N-word is used. I got zero tolerance for it. And if you're using it, you don't know your history. Or you're ignoring your history. Stop using the N-word. It's in a hip-hop song. It's a conversation with amongst family or friends. No matter what, just stop using it. Alright, so stay tuned tomorrow on the Really Charlie Podcast. As I always end, mask those beautiful faces. Stay safe. Hand sanitizer. Wash your hands. Stay blessed. Be best. I could say it all kinds of words. All kinds of ways rather. Be blessed. God bless.
don't let people steal your peace. A lot of people out there on Facebook. A lot of people to steal their peace. Stay blessed. Nor all that foolishness. Don't let someone take away your peace. Give it to someone that deserves it. Have another conversation with someone else. Take care. See you tomorrow.